Pakistan, you're just tuning in. Welcome, my name is Makwa. You can call me Maki, whatever you want to call me is fine. So, today I'm going to talk to you about how demeanor affects our lives, especially relationships. Sit tight, grab a drink, get a pen and paper. And enjoy this ride with me. First of all, I'd like to tell you about the origin of demeanor. Demeanor stems from your interaction with your environment, your experiences, and your temperament. I like to take this one after the other before I talk to you about how it affects your relationship. First of all, let's talk about your interaction with your environment. If you grew up, okay, now I'm painting a picture and I like you to imagine this with me. If you grew up in a house where there is a good deal of yelling, screaming, anger, shouting, all the violence you can think about, you have a high chance of repeating these behaviors because you see it as normal, right? I think so too. But then by contrast, if you grew up in a loving, nurturing environment where your parents paid you and paid your attention, everyone looks out for you, chances are you will grow up and replicate this same attitude or behavior in your future endeavors in your family. Please note, there are exceptions to this. A lot of people don't turn violent because they grew up in a violent environment. A lot of people don't beat their wives, become quarrelsome, through anger tantrums. They don't do that because they grew up in that environment. What am I trying to say? People have the power to change the course of your lives. Notwithstanding the environment they grew up in or how people around them influenced them. Now, this is one aspect. Your interaction with your environment can make you or break you. But then you have the power to change things, to change yourself, to change your behavior. You can only do this if you choose to do it. And the second thing is your experiences. The truth is, our demeanor can affect this one after the other. Again, your experiences can determine how you behave. How do I mean? You might be a chatty, chilling, happy girl, the sanguine that everyone loves. But then life happens sometimes, if you agree with me. You could just suddenly go broke or get robbed and you lose everything you own. that would take a toll on you if you just went through a bad relationship say an abusive relationship 
where some partner hit you chances are you're not going to come across to people as that loving girl you were you will have a change in your demeanor it's possible you'll be smiling out there but then it doesn't come from deep inside the way it used to be because something has changed it's also true if you just had a breakup whether abusive or not somehow it gets to your emotional health and you're not able to keep up with this cheerful charade it's a charade because you're trying to put it up so it's not your fault that these experiences came along but then they affect your life and then determine how you react to circumstances okay and the last origin of demeanor is your temperament it is true that a lot of people don't agree with temperament but i think it comes to play in this for instance a sanguine is all cheerful people love her she attracts people to herself everybody likes her they want to hang out with her because she makes people happy that is one two a choleric is a serious minded individual these guys you don't see them always out there smiling and playing they're always mean-faced now this doesn't make them bad people but then what they project out there is i am serious i'm in business i'm not here for laughs and people just pick that up immediately and then follow them like that the third one is the melancholy the melancholy tends to just she doesn't want bahala just on her own withdrawn sometimes they can be pessimistic are not being positive about anything they have their strengths and their weaknesses i'm just trying to show you how these personality traits affect your demeanor they show up in how you respond to people they show up in how you deal with challenges they show up in how you work and the fourth one is the phlegmatic ah uh, the outside will say the back only life these guys are just there there are a couple of them that um don't behave like this these guys are passive they just let things go sometimes they are called lazy they don't want to work i beg someone else should do it I, i'm not in the mood and they come across to people as lazy in, in the workplace so a lot of people don't want to be paired with them huh. she will leave the work and run away <laughs> how about that <laughs> i've had that kind of experience during my house job so now there's no hard and fast road to this personality stuff the thing is you can be sanguine and decide to be a serious person yeah they said the sanguine is very playful you can be sanguine and decide to be serious you can be sanguine and still have choleric attitudes all these things are not um a yes or no they are not a, a one go thing you can make changes okay okay so let's get to the effects how does the mino affect your relationship 
It is true that a lot of factors affect your relationship. I always want, I also want to tell you that demeanor plays a huge role in your relationship, be it with your spouse, your friends, your family, your relationship as a whole. Most especially, I want to focus on your romantic relationships. If you feature in the negative aspect of demeanor, issues will always arise. What do I mean? If you're unable to deal with your emotions, you reject feedback all the time, you're angry all the time, you're sad, you're withdrawn, you just want to be on your own, nobody should talk to me, I'm not in a good mood. Maybe your spouse or partner or boyfriend will even be saying, babe, how are you? What's wrong? I just want to be alone. Just let me be. Okay, fine. That could that could happen for once or twice. And but then if it becomes um a regular stuff, it's going to take a toll on your relationship. If you're screaming at every little thing your spouse does, you're irritated, you're cranky. I mean, not when you when you're not on your period. You could just repel the young man and he would want to just be on his own. If you say words that you can't match with actions, this is a major killer for relationship. Now, if all these things I mentioned, failure to deal with your emotions, reject feedback, say words you can't match with actions, scream at every little thing your spouse does, Sister, this will create a silent wall between you and your partner. Gradually, you will grow apart emotionally. And before you know what's happening, you won't even remember the first time you said you loved him. You won't even remember the first time he asked you out. You won't remember the butterfly that flew in your stomach and all the beautiful things. Because right now, Ego comes to play and uh, seemingly scatters everything you've built in the world. I'd like you to check this. Are you controlling your emotions? Are you able to accept feedbacks? How has your demeanor affected your relationship? Just think about it. Most of the time, demeanor always comes to play. Sister, if you think about this thing and there is a negative aspect, you just need to change it. I'm actually going to tell you a solution to this thing. Now, when you're all screamy and angry and you're holding your face like if you had a room, you would punch someone down. What would you do? I advise you just, uh, just count then. It works, yeah, it works. Count ten, and then it would help you calm down a bit, at least. You're not going to be hasty in your decision at the time. Do not see feedback as an attack on your personality. Just know that whoever is giving you feedback, your partner especially, has your good in mind. They don't want to push you down rub you down or make you feel lower of yourself accept feedbacks 
as creative criticisms and work on what needs to be worked on. Be open to change and strive for change. If these feedbacks come badly, sometimes they could, just pick something you should learn or you should change from that and move on. Don't go dragging it, forming anger, moving around the house, rolling your eyes, hissing, and um, stonewalling your partner, giving them silent treatment. All these things take a toll on you. The second way, the second way Domino can affect your relationship if it's negative is it will deprive you from loving yourself properly. Of course, we all know when you don't love yourself, there is no way you will love the other person right. Self-love comes from understanding you, your abilities, your strengths and your weaknesses. If you're always angry, always negative, if you always see yourself in a negative light, if you always think that things are not working for you, if you compare yourself to others, if you don't appreciate your little achievements, you are sabotaging yourself sister do you know your thoughts and your words become your reality every single time you think these negative thoughts they show up on your face they show up in your work they show up in how life works for you the thing is When you think these ways, you are creating your life already. You're projecting the image of who you want to be into the universe. And somehow, things begin to work for you that way. And you're imagining, okay, why am I repelling some guy that I like? Why am I repelling people? Why does nobody favor me, stand by me, support me? These are the results of um, how you've thought. These are the results of the provision of self-love. You could even repel the man of your dreams. You could repel good things coming to your life. So, I'd like you to think about it. What am I going to do differently? How can I love myself more? When you love yourself... It shows up in your demeanor. People will just naturally want to be around you. There's this aura you carry. There's this beauty and fragrance you bring to the table. You bring to an environment you, you just appear. People are like, oh, she's coming. And they are, <laughs> they are happy to receive you. So what can you do about this? I'd like you to practice gratitude. Gratitude is healing. Gratitude is calming. Gratitude makes you to come to terms with where you are, where you're going, what efforts you've made. Gratitude helps you appreciate yourself, appreciate the gift of you, appreciate all you're doing. I want you to practice gratitude. Bring a mirror, a pen and a paper. Write down 
what you're grateful for and look at your mirror and say makwa i am grateful that you started the podcast you've always dreamed about i am grateful that you got the job you wanted although you couldn't buy the shoes you wanted you will work better to make some more money and get those shoes i am grateful that i can manage my finances you know what you're grateful for write this down and uh, begin to appreciate yourself be thankful for the very little things you have celebrate your wins celebrate all the people celebrate yourself every single chance you get okay it's a wrap i hope you learned a thing or two what are you going to change till i chat to you next week stay cheerful stay beautiful be kind and appreciate yourself more